This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that tackles issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Very important episode of Health Dose today. We're going to talk about coronavirus or COVID-19. What we do know, what we don't know, and what you need to do to protect yourself. Julie Newton is an infection prevention nurse at MidMichigan Medical Center at Midland. Health Dose asked Julie, what is COVID-19? Coronavirus is just the name for a group of overall viruses that exist. Coronaviruses aren't new. They're nothing unusual. They exist actually in our daily lives. But COVID-19 is a, for lack of a better word, mutation of the coronavirus where it's altered itself and has become a new virus due to those changes. And it's now circulating in people, making people ill. Is this the 19th version of the coronavirus? It is not. They called it 19 because they first recognized it in December of 2019. Oh, so it's just the year. It is just the year. How, as far as we can tell, how is this COVID-19 spread? What we're being told, as best we've gathered from information that's come in from China and other places that have seen it quite a lot, is that it's droplet spread where if you're coughing, you're within six feet of a person, it increases your likelihood of developing or picking up the illness. Also, if you're, it's impacted by the number, the amount of time that you spend in the presence of the person. So if you're come up to the person, you walk by them in the hall, you're less likely to get ill if you are sitting across a table eating dinner with someone for an hour or more. So it's not only your proximity to somebody, but the length of time you're exposed to it? Yes. Or is that just because you're more likely to exchange germs the longer you stay with somebody? The longer you're with someone, the more germs you take in and are exposed to. So the shorter time you're with them, it's anticipated that your body has a certain ability to fight off germs. I mean, we fight off illnesses all the time. Right. But the longer you're around somebody, the more germs you take in, it increases your likelihood of getting ill. Some people don't get ill. 70% of people that are around this illness never get ill. They're asymptomatic. They never know that they were exposed to it. Really? But you could be a carrier. You can be a carrier, And not have... What are the symptoms? For those who who do present with symptoms. Much like the seasonal influenza that we experience right now, there's a lot of influenza going on. It has to do with a cough, fever. Some people don't have a high fever. Some people do. Shortness of breath is something that develops about eight days after people have been exposed and start getting ill. And that's for people who do have the symptoms. Yes. What is the treatment for COVID? We just manage their symptoms. We just treat them with IV fluids or rest, fever-reducing medications, but there is no treatment, antiviral, retroantiviral treatment. There's no vaccine at this time. They're all being worked on by companies, but it's going to be quite a while before anything like that is tested and approved by the FDA to be available to treat this. Of course, the old saying is an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. What can we do to prevent getting sick with COVID-19? Well, hand washing, of course, is the first thing. If everybody keeps washing their hands regularly, whether it's with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer or with soap and water, that really is the front line of defense. Often people can stay home when they're sick. Don't touch your nose and mouth. Some places are not wanting to shake hands with people because they're afraid that they're going to transmit germs, not sure how the other person washes their hands regularly or not. It's also important to disinfect surfaces and clean surfaces. So if you're home with an ill family member, wiping off the counter with Clorox bleach wipes or just regular soap and water, something to just decrease the number of germs that are in the environment is going to help. Who is most at risk of COVID-19? We have been seeing it's the elderly population and not that 65 is elderly by any means, but they tend to be people that have more 
other underlying conditions like cardiovascular disease, hypertension, diabetes. So in that regard, it's rather like the flu. Absolutely. And in fact, the way to avoid contracting COVID-19 is rather the way we avoid contracting uh, the flu. Correct. So what we are really encouraging people that think they could have COVID-19 or any illness is to stay home. If you're ill, you have a cough, you have a fever, I mean, you normally wouldn't run to the physician in those situations. You would normally just stay home and rest Mm -hmm. and to drink fluids, take Tylenol or some fever-reducing medication that you prefer to take. And that is what we would want you to do in this situation. The more you go out and go to the provider's office, the more chance you have of making other people ill. When really the doctor's going to tell you rest, aspirin, stay home, fluids, they're going to tell you the same thing they tell you with the flu. Correct. Unless there's someone that has underlying medical conditions and they are becoming very ill, and then we certainly want them to seek assistance. We don't want them to stay home and and have really significant problems. We want them to come in so the providers can treat them the way their medical condition would require because Mm -hmm. those people are going to be at more risk. What is the morbidity rate for this disease, and how does it compare with, like, influenza? Currently, what we're hearing, based on the information that's being released from the other countries, the mortality rate is around 2%, Mm -hmm. which is quite low. The um, mortality rate from influenza that we see seasonally is higher, and we do have a vaccine for that. So we should be more concerned in a lot of ways about influenza because we can get a vaccine and help prevent the chance of getting ill. Some people will get sick if they've had the influenza vaccine, but they are less likely to get very ill, though you might get a more mild illness. And that actually concerns me a little bit more than the COVID-19 because COVID-19 hasn't been making that many people ill and seriously ill. It's been a mild illness and they get over it compared to the number of people that have been passing away from it. So if I'm understanding this correctly, what's really scariest about COVID-19 is that we don't know it that well. It seems to be spread easier than even influenza, but the mortality rate for people who've contracted the disease is actually lower than the flu. From what information we have, yes, the mortality rate for COVID-19 is less than we see from the flu. It is transmitted similar to the flu, and I think the challenge in what is is making people nervous is that we're not 100% sure how it's transmitted. I mean, we thought we had a good handle on it when you're read CDC information and stuff that the World Health Organization is putting out. But then we're finding that we had community spread when we weren't necessarily anticipating that was going to happen that quickly. Mm. So I think it's just you don't always know who's going to be ill because some people are asymptomatic, and that is a little scary. Mm -hmm. To let you off the hook and everybody else who's talking about this disease, it's a developing story. We just don't know that much about it. Correct. Day-to-day, the information changes. Sometimes it's hour-to-hour I could work on information to share with the hospital, and then in two hours, the information can rapidly change. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing we've been telling people is it's rapidly changing. We're learning about it constantly. Um, The health department even reiterated this in a meeting with a community member yesterday, that it just is constantly changing, and we're trying to share information as best we can as often as we can. And what doesn't change is the need to avoid contact with people who are ill, wash your hands, don't touch your nose. Those things that we're doing to reduce our risk of spreading the flu are the same things that we need to do to reduce our risk of spreading COVID-19. Absolutely. If you're sick, stay home, rest, take it easy. Don't go out in the community. Don't go to work. You know, it's just take care of yourself so that you can help take care of the other people in the community. 
Is there a source that's updated regularly that can help our listeners update themselves on the spread of this virus? The CDC has a lot of information. If you go to cdc.gov, they have a lot of information and they update it daily on the coronavirus COVID-19. And when you log into that, there's a section that says COVID-19. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, mdhhs.gov, they have a screen when as soon as it comes up, it tells you how many people in Michigan have been tested, how many people in Michigan have been monitored. Either of those sites will provide a lot of information. The MDHHS, which is the state health department, they link a lot of information right to CDC. So that is kind of what we're, per- we're relying on right now. One of the big parts of this story is the way it's affecting travel. And the airlines are having problems making money right now, and people are concerned. I have relatives who are traveling. I'm going to be traveling in a few weeks. What's your best advice? Do I need to wear a mask? Is that helpful? Wearing a mask is not recommended by the CDC or the World Health Organization. They feel like if you put a mask on, people may not properly know how to wear a mask. So they'll be touching their face more because they're wearing a mask and they're not used to it than if they don't wear one. So really, it's almost a bigger risk to the community to wear a mask when you're traveling. And at this point, should I be extra concerned when I'm traveling in in a couple of weeks because of the COVID-19 virus? I mean, I think if you're going to travel, there's always a certain level of concern where you're going, what's going on. But I don't know that having this COVID-19 outbreak that we're seeing is really any reason to change your plans. You just have to be cautious and know where you're going. And certainly if you're going someplace where there's wide community spread, personally, you could change your plans if you feel like you need to. But there's still many people that travel for business and coming into the summer travel season where people are going to travel anyway. And I don't know that not traveling is going to prevent people from getting ill. That is MidMichigan Medical Center Midlands infection prevention nurse, Julie Newton. Again, if you have health concerns, you should contact your primary care provider. That's the best place to start. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. By the way, those two resources that Julie mentioned on the podcast were the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. You'll find them at michigan.gov slash mdhhs. Lots of good information there, as well as cdc.gov slash coronavirus slash 19. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, do us a favor and share this with your friends. They could use that information too. Check back again soon for another episode of Health Dose.